Hello, everyone. I'm Steve Anderson, author of the Bezos Letters, 14 Principles to Grow Your Business Like Amazon. And in this series of live shows, I've been talking about the 14 principles in that book, going through each cycle, test, build, accelerate, and scale, and then the 14 principles within each of those four cycles. As we've made our kind of journey through those cycles and what really were some of the principles that Bezos used to grow Amazon, today I'm going to take a, a little bit of different tact, um, and I want to talk about the transition of Jeff Bezos stepping down as CEO and moving into the executive chairman position at Amazon and then elevating Andy Jassy as CEO. Well, this was announced earlier this year and the actual official uh, transition took place on July 5th, just a few weeks ago. And What's interesting, you know, I think with Bezos, there's always some kind of connection or reason that he does something. Why the 5th? Well, actually, July 5th was the date that Amazon was formed as a Washington corporation. Uh, and this was uh, way back in 1995. And so, um, again, just kind of interesting watching Bezos intentionality and moving to a different position. You know, I think a couple of questions I want to talk about. One, I'm going to kind of introduce you to Andy Jassy. You may or may not know who he is. But let me first talk a bit about Bezos stepping down. Why and why now? Well, I'm not sure I can answer either of those questions definitively, but given my really several year study of Bezos and his thinking and reading his letters and understanding how he at least writes and thinks about business and growing Amazon. I think there are a couple things that, that certainly have impacted his decision to step aside now. And I think one of the interesting things is, and again, I'm projecting this, um, but I feel like Bezos understands this principle of there's no ultimate success in business without succession. And actually, that's a phrase my friend Michael Hyatt uses. Uh, he recently stepped down as CEO, kind of did a similar transition within his own company. But the idea here is that for the company to be long-term viable, then it can't rely on just one personality, one CEO, one visionary, and certainly Amazon has been in that position up until now. I think there, so I think that's kind of one overall long-term thinking. And if you remember, that was one of our principles that we talked about is apply long-term thinking. So what does that mean? Well, Bezos wants Amazon to survive longer than most companies do in order to do that. He needs to show that it's not just him driving what happens at Amazon, but others can step in and using the systems and the processes and the principles that he's put in place, continue to grow Amazon as it has. So I think that's kind of maybe philosophically one, one reason or one, uh, well, reason why. <laughs> um, I think a couple other things. One is, 
you know, Amazon is a pretty well-oiled machine. It, it runs, it's got great people. They do an amazing job of recruiting and retaining some of the top quality people out there. But like those of us, Bezos experienced a difficult 2020. Pandemic early in the year, things shutting down, the demand for Amazon uh, increasing significantly in a very short period of time when people couldn't go out and shop, they turned to Amazon to fulfill their needs for food and all kinds of other things. Now, Amazon knows how to scale. They do that every Christmas holiday season, but this was at a different time of year and, and a different scale than they were used to. So he was actually drawn back in to running Amazon day to day, fixing issues and problems and making sure things were running as smoothly as they could. Um, and actually he talks about that in his 2019 letter, spending his full time on Amazon and what the leadership needed to make that transition. But I'm also pretty convinced that's not where Am uh, uh, Bezos wants to spend his time ultimately. So I think another, so first was pandemic, affected a whole lot of us. Second was the, um, the regulatory and le legislative problems that Amazon and Facebook and Apple, um, uh, Microsoft to a little lesser degree have faced, you know, over the last couple of years. And so Amazon and Bezos as their CEO testified before Congress committee uh, last summer in the summer of uh, 2020. And again, grilling him on either perceived or real problems at Amazon with third party sellers and private label branding and uh, workers and uh, their treatment, all kinds of different things. And I, Frankly, I don't think Bezos liked that at all. And that is part of the job of the CEO, to be the face of the company. And, and those questions are remaining here as we are halfway through 2021. And I think he saw this as a good time to, to step aside. To do what? I'm not sure. But as he described in his 2021 letter to shareholders, He's going to be able to spend time on those things he's passionate about. And that's certainly a space. And in fact, just uh, uh, last week, he took his ride to space. Um, and, you know, I think um, fulfillment of literally a long-term goal, uh, as he described in an interview since he was five, when uh, Neil Armstrong stepped on the moon, he wanted to go to space. He talked about it in his high school valedictorian speech that we should move manufacturing to space so that the earth could become a national park and we would come to visit it like we visit other national parks. I think that also leads into his um, climate pledge and sustainability and all of those things that um, he is passionate about the Washington Post. He mentioned the newspaper in Washington he purchased a few years ago. I, I actually think he is happiest when he's inventing. And if you remember this phrase, I've talked about it a lot, inventing on behalf of customers. And so I suspect that's where he is going to be spending his time.
So what about Andy Jassy? Who is he? Where did he come from? Why is he qualified to step into that CEO position at Amazon? Well, a couple things about Jassy. Um, he joined Amazon in 1997. Uh, 1997 is the year they went public. Uh, and um, Jassy graduated from Harvard as an undergraduate and also received his MBA from Harvard University. I think what's significant, and, and I haven't really talked about this before, but in 2002, so just a few years after joining Amazon, uh, Andy Jassy became Bezos shadow. Now, the term today is called technical advisor. And Bezos has had a technical advisor every year since. It is an individual Bezos picks that is up and coming, that is shows lots of promise, right? all of those kinds of things that literally shadows him and does everything he does, goes to every meeting he does, takes notes at those meetings on his behalf, travels with him. He is there, he or she, by the way, not just male, he or she is there with Bezos, typically for 12 to 18 months, a long time to get enmeshed into Bezos thinking and how he operates and how he does what he does. So that was a really key point. Now, after that period, that job, often that person gets to pick what they want to do next. Meaning, where do you want to go? What do you want to build? Well, at the time, this was early in Amazon Web Services development. And Jassy came up with the idea of what was to become AWS in 2003. And he shepherded AWS from that point on. Now, it officially launched in 2006. Again, another example of long-term thinking, investing in an initiative for three plus years until it was launched to other developers who needed computing resources and were willing to pay for them um, on an as-used basis. He built AWS as CEO into a $40 billion business that generates more than 60% of Amazon's operating profits. Hugely profitable. In fact, you could say that AWS actually, the profits from him help fund other things that in other areas of Amazon. So lots of experience running the most profitable uh, do I call it a department? Actually, it's a company within the Amazon brand. And now being tapped by Be Bezos again to step into the CEO of Amazon uh, worldwide as a whole. So a little bit of background. He's a huge sports fan. Um, and it, actually in 2018, he bought into uh, the new NHL uh, Seattle hockey team called the Kraken. Uh, so he's a minority investor, but loves sports, actually loves music too. So um, one of the questions that I've been asked is, you know, what's his management style? 
Well, obviously, once he was named as CEO, a number of former employees have been interviewed and talking about his management style. I think one thing is he's down to earth and an exacting leader. So Bezos described Jassy as having the highest of high standards. And that really resonates through to AWS and will continue the high standards that Bezos has set for Amazon as a whole. He does focus on details, which will be interesting to see how that plays out when he's got so many different areas to oversee, not just AWS. Um, he's considered an authentic, genuine, and empathic boss. Um, and, and here's what, again, what Bezos said in the 2021 letter. And he his uh, almost the last paragraph in that letter, he talks about Andy Jassy, and he wants to thank him for agreeing to take on the CEO role. It's a hard job with lots of responsibility. Andy is brilliant and has, again, I mentioned the highest of high standards. I guarantee you that Andy won't let the universe makes us typical. Now, that sentence needs explanation of prior in the letter where, where Bezos talks. We don't have time to do that. We'll probably do that in a future show. Uh, I'll spend some time talking about the 19 and uh, the 20 and uh, the, um, the, the last letters that Bezos wrote. He will muster the energy going on. I'm quoting Bezos now. He will muster the energy needed to keep alive in us what makes us special. That won't be easy but it is critical. I also predict it will be satisfying and oftentimes fun. Thank you, Andy. Um, and, and another characteristic here is he's outspoken on social justice issues, which I think for Amazon probably will be a good thing, certainly for the Seattle area where they have their main headquarters, but also as they work with regulators in Congress on, on what they need to do to, um, at least in some people's eyes, be a better corporate citizen. What challenges will he face? He is not Bezos. He did not start Amazon. Been there a long time, built up the most profitable company. But I think one of the challenges is being able to focus on the whole of Amazon and not just AWS. So making that transition from, I know intimately how AWS works and how we can continue to build it, but now he has to build logistics and airplanes and consumer goods and um, all of the other things that Amazon does. So being able to not be too focused right on details and building a team around him that he can rely on to do the high standard stuff that needs to be done. In that 2020 letter, Bezos talked about a new vision uh, for Amazon, and it was to be the world's best and safest place to work, uh, and actually added two new leadership principles supporting that new vision into the Amazon leadership principles. I think his challenge is, okay, how do we actually implement 
that vision? What are the things we can do to become known as the world's best and safest place to work? And certainly among some people, that is not how Amazon is viewed today. So I think that will be critical. Regulation, no question, is going to be a big part of his job, both here in the U.S. and in the European Union and maybe other countries or areas where Amazon is now operating. And continued growth. So Amazon doesn't pay their stockholder dividends. And the shareholder value that people experience with Amazon is created by increased stock price. Well, those that stock price increases based on really the future value of money that Amazon is going to be able to continue to grow. So I think that's going to be a challenge for Jassy as he moves forward and certainly will be interesting uh, for me, at least, to watch how that transition goes. So how about Amazon change with Jassy as the CEO? And what's going to be different than Bezos? Well, I think a couple things. One is Jassy has been steeped for years and years in how Bezos thinks. From the early days in 2002, <clears throat> excuse me, when it became Bezos' shadow and had the opportunity to have literally one-on-one -on -one intimate conversations with him. So I think a lot of things you won't see changes. You'll see a continuation of the way things have been. Internally, um, so that's external, what you see as Amazon. I think internally, there will be a whole leadership change. And that's pretty typical when a CEO changes, right? New CEO brings in their own people, quote unquote, and that may give an opportunity for others to move out. Um, I don't think anybody will be forced out, but they may not want to stay under that new leadership. But bringing in some of those new leaders that he's worked with at AWS, I think certainly will be one of the changes. Well, if Bezos is fo focusing on new ideas and continued experimenting in new areas, what are some of the areas where you could expect to see changes or growth at Amazon? And I think there are several. Um, and, and again, if you remember, go back to the test cycle. Second principle was bet on big ideas. And I think there are several big ideas in process at Amazon right now that Jassy will be able to um, nurture, again, using Bezos' phrase, you know, small seeds that take time to nurture into large businesses. One of those areas is grocery. So Amazon bought Whole Foods uh, for a little over $13 billion. Grocery is an area where they've experimented with for a number of years, Amazon Fresh and trying to do delivery and all of those kinds of things. And they still have a very small part of the grocery market. Um, and, and I think there's no question they see that as a growth opportunity. One of the interesting things where they're doing it differently is their just walk out shopping technology. Talked about that a little bit um, in one of the earlier shows, but basically the idea is I can walk into a Amazon Go store or an Amazon Go grocery store and start putting items in my cart 
and the technology actually monitors what I pull off the shelf and keeps track of it. So when I'm done shopping, I can just walk out. So I think there's lots of opportunity there. We're starting to see Amazon opening bigger grocery stores in more places. And I think we'll see that uh, continue here over the next few years. Another area of potential growth for Amazon is healthcare. They certainly have put some focus on that with their acquisition of PillPack, a pharmacy company, a few years ago. Um, they have, have continued PillPack, but now built that and rebranded that into Amazon Pharmacy. So again, what they know about logistics and delivery, taking people's prescription and being able to deliver it to them in a timely manner, I think is really important. They have also made a big push into the home health care. So um, I'm forgetting the, uh, the correct name for it, but all of the home health care devices. In fact, my, my lovely wife just uh, recently had a hip replacement uh, surgery, which we're very excited about. So she can be walking around again. It's actually astounding. What I thought was really interesting is as we were discharged from the hospital and we needed a few items to help her out here for the next few weeks, one, you know, they, they talked, the hospital gave a piece of paper with a list of a couple places where you could go to get this stuff. One of those was amazon.com. And I thought, okay, that's pretty interesting that now the hospital system is referring to Amazon because one of the areas they have built out and built relationships with manufacturers is in the area of walkers and canes and right all of that equipment that people need when they have um, so either surgery or other issues that they need help with. One of the other interesting projects that I'm following quite closely is actually part of Amazon in conjunction with Blue Origin, Bezos space company called Project Kuiper. Project Kuiper is putting up low earth orbit satellites into space, meaning not the very high geosynchronous satellites that are uh, 300 plus miles above the earth, but these are low earth orbit, small bread, box size satellites, constellations of them. Um, you may have heard SpaceX is doing that. Amazon is doing that. Actually, there are a couple of other companies that are doing that to provide broadband internet access at high speeds and low latency. What do I mean by low latency? The signal actually doesn't have to travel as far, so you get quicker response time with that satellite internet. Thinking about, forget about cell towers, forget about cable to your house. You have a small dish and you have internet access wherever you are. And the implications are actually pretty astounding when you open up the internet and access to the world's information to a much larger group of people. So that'll be, I think, really interesting to watch. And more, you know, I think, Bezos is very creative. He likes inventing. There will be much more coming that Bezos will be incubating uh, with his time that he has now. He's not retiring. He's 
he's actually getting time to do what's his unique ability, which is inventing on behalf of the customer. So I think there's a lot more coming than uh, what we see right now. And I certainly will be eagerly watching what works and frankly, what doesn't. As we've learned with Amazon, they experiment. And if you experiment, it means you're going to fail. And principle number one is encourage successful failure. And I think we'll see that a lot from Bezos and from Jassy. So I think this transition is uh, actually really healthy for Amazon. And it is a case study in terms of what you might be thinking about in your business. How are you identifying people who might be able to take over for you at some point in the future uh, when you decide it's time for you to do something either completely different or something for you to free up your time to do what you like to do best. So thanks for watching today. And um, I hope this has given you a few ideas, not just about some of the changes at Amazon, but some of the changes you might think about in your own business as you are strategizing about transitions with leadership, either within departments or leadership at the top C level. So thank you for watching. I'm Steve Anderson.